episode 548 Brain Candy Podcast. We have a video version available if you're so inclined on patreon.com slash brain candy. Or you can just I should put, I should listen put to it. Playing with something and, and, and I feel what like is my it? ADD, I, I, like it's loud and I, I just, my mind, sorry, that was like an ADD moment. Now we're on it's video. Right. I'm like, what are you doing, Sarah? I'll Anyways, allow it. yes, I cut um, you off. You were doing a beautiful he- intro. <laughs> how the hell are you? I'm really good. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I, I feel very calm and very at peace. It was a little bit challenging to get. Uh, back into the swing of things with work because, like, you go on vacation and it's so nice and wonderful, but the rest of the world is like, that's me snapping here. We need you, and you got, like, a whole bunch of shit to get back to. So that was a thing. And, yeah, uh, yeah, now it's like, you you know, everybody kind of needs, like, the vacation from the vacation thing, but then, like, you get back, and I don't know. Well, it's kind of a good time. One of those things that work. (laughs) One of those laws of physics. One of those laws. I think it's a good time of year to do that, though, because, you know, like, uh, even though you're not in school, the back to school, it's kind of like a new... Suze, that makes makes tons of sense. I don't know if it's because their back to school stuff is, like, at the freaking, you know, what's it called? The, The... Target? Well, like Target. Yeah. The, yeah, the only place I go. <laughs> Target. Um, but, like, it's got me in the mood to redo all of my files yeah, in my fun. file cabinet. And I, like, I, the other night came up with, like, the most obvious and brilliant way to organize my files that I don't know why I didn't see before. And it was like, Oh my gosh, duh, do that. So now I'm like real excited about it and is exactly what I'm going to do after this. So crazy Ooh, you even say that. That's You're probably, in my brain. Like it's probably affecting your energy. You're probably just like chomping at the bit to get started. Get yeah, that and label maker to, like, out. Mo- you know how it like motivates you to, it motivated me when I was in school to like take really good notes that first week to do all my homework and turn it in. Like I was like using new pencils. So I'm going to like do the same thing. And I know that I will just jam through all those notes I need to do, do all the things on my to-do list I need to do, finish up with all the stuff that I have loose yeah. ends, like blah, 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 blah. That so was always feels a like fun, that. fun feeling. Lincoln wanted to know, because I told him that you skipped a grade. He oh, wanted yeah. to know which grade it was. I said Twelfth. fourth. Oh, oh, 12? Yeah. yeah. It was the last one. You were like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you, like, skip it, or did you just take a GED and call it a day? GED and call it a day. But technically, I had all my credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, my I gosh. I was picturing you, like... Everybody. Skipping, you know, when you're like Lincoln's age, like nine years old, and be like, "Peace out, um, see you fuckers yeah. later." No, I <laughs> took some. I took like the the, you know, the upper division classes, yeah. but I never skipped a grade. But that does sound like something like braggy younger Sarah would go around saying to people. <laughs> no, I mean, I could just see you being like, "Listen, this is too easy for me. I gotta like." Move yeah. on here, people. It's pretty easy. For you me. guys are dead weight. Yeah, first grade was. I remember that being like, oh my god, are we doing like? Can we? Gosh. Can we? Can we? Can I we never go? had that feeling ever. I was never like, this is so easy. Never. It was fun. Learning was fun. That's I think nice. because like my mom 
Like, I was the old. We were in very different growing up situations. Yeah. You know, and, like, my mom had the time, and, and I was the oldest, and she was really putting a lot of energy into, like, creating that and, like, fostering it. that in That's me. And thing. she was like, let's see basically, like, what experiments I could do on my child to make them, I don't know smart or whatevs no she even like went so far as to feed me only liver for like the first because it was like really high in iron she like for like a significant amount of time she fed me a lot of liver so i got a lot of whatever vitamin is in that how old were you do you think baby like as soon like baby like this is baby food Oh my God! She like, is like while the brain is developing, like under two situation. Holy smokes! Like where first off of breast milk. She, hey, it worked. Yeah. So what? And then it was like, then you were on the fast hands track. Off. <laughs> hands <laughs> off from then on. She did her job. Now yep, you do yep, yours. Yep. Wow, yep. that's crazy. Put a lot of work in in the beginning, and then it was like, okay. Wow! Go. Wow! Wow! Okay. It worked. So. Uh, okay. Didn't sk- so, yes. Yeah, so you can tell them 12th grade. Just tell them every yeah. grade's important, though. <laughs> and tell them that I, I wish I didn't. Really? Yeah, because I feel like I, 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 I should have stuck around for, like, the regular high school experience. And I wish I were a little more... I wish I were more confident in myself so that I could feel more connected to others. How do you think you could have achieved that, though, like, at that age? Hmm. I mean, you really had alone. the cards stacked against you. Yeah, I couldn't have done it alone. It would have been, like, you know, different kind of support and resources. And It's so funny because you were therapy. an achiever, but you had yeah. maybe, like, some self-esteem issues. And yeah. I was a total, like, mediocre, non-achiever, but I thought I was fine. That's, I feel like that's kind of how it works. Like that, that's, that is I it. guess so. I, I just started reading, believe it or not, a Brene Brown book. I didn't know she wrote it when I began. Wow. Um, I just had it on my list. I don't know why. And I got it from the library and then I was like reading it and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I looked and it was her. Anyway, it's about being a perfectionist and like why you shouldn't do that. And, um, <laughs> why you shouldn't do that? Because I can see what you're saying, which is like, it's almost like that quest mm-hmm. for perfection or achievement is mm-hmm. born out of feeling like you're not enough. And right. I have it now. Don't worry. I caught up. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, I am fine. I'm great. How do you think you got that? I mean, I got to give credit to Peg. I mean,. Where else would I have gotten? God, both of our mothers cow. in this situation. Yeah, I just thought I am. I'm fine and funny and nice. I didn't care that I had acne. I didn't care about how I looked. Man, that's great. I don't know. How, more importantly, is how I lost it, which was called road rules. <laughs> <laughs> and being on television have it's called road rules <laughs> and have everyone tell you you aren't enough um God. you know cuz you get that feedback that you never got of like right. what people think of you and that can you know <laughs> be problematic yeah um 
they stole your sunshine. And yeah, but I feel joy. like you went on the show and it made you feel good about yourself because, like, you realized you were super so strong like, enough. Wait a and- second. <laughs> All this shit I thought about myself is a lie. Other people do think I'm cool. Okay, so that made you feel like I'm cool enough to be on MTV. Yeah, I kind of felt like a fucking can it or big F you to all those people in like high haters. school who were like, you're a loser. And I was like, oh, yeah, loser. The, you are watching on TV. Yeah. Get I out like of here. You, I like that. It, it felt very um, vindicated. What's validated? What's. Yeah, that word. Probably validating. Yeah. Well, good for you. I'm glad that happened yeah. for you. You deserve more than, it. More than validating, though. It felt kind of like a... Like, I don't know. And I sometimes I wonder if the narrative that I have in my head of a high school and junior high experience where I was like a real oddball and like targeted by, you know, and like bullied and it was like so traumatic or all this stuff is one that I've kind of like, I don't know, amplified in my memory or if it re- like, was it really? Cause I remember specific certain things, but if you look at that over like the whole experience and I throw in like the positive ones and the good friends I have and like the friends that, you know, I'm, I'm still friends with today that from that time, I feel like it's just like maybe regular. (laughs) Really? I mean, is it just, well, I don't know for sure. Is it just like kids being like teenagers? I definitely got loogie spit on me. That's pretty, I think that's extreme. Okay. That's That's, awful. Like like only like a little, well, a little little loogie. No, I mean, like, it happened a few times. Yeah. And the chubby bunny thing, that really happened. So, yeah. I mean, like, there were a few moments. But all in all, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's not. Maybe it's, like. I love when you work through stuff, like, right um, in, like, real time. You saw that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want some validation, may I suggest BetterHelp, which is an online uh, counseling service that you can access anytime you wish from your computer or phone or tablet does not require you to have to actually go into an office, which is nice. And if you're struggling with depression or anxiety or relationships, all this stuff, maybe you hear us talk about some things on here and you're like, I would love a professional to help me learn (laughs) some of these skills. Instead of these bozos. You can do that. (laughs) That's so true. And this is convenient and uh, licensed counselors and also not intimidating because you can do it at your own pace and your yeah. own schedule and all that. You don't even have to be on video. You can do it on the phone. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's so flexible. I love a phone session. <clears throat> do you? To give and to receive. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, there should be more of that going on. Yeah, because I feel like I can, like, talk better when I, like, yeah, takes off the added, like, pressure of somebody looking at you. I'm into that. <laughs> that so, is yeah. so true. We want when you to I'm, start. I, when I'm in a session, like, when I'm. My the client, the patient, not when I'm the or the client. Yes. yes, yes. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you get ten percent off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com/slash/braincandy. Join over one million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/slash/braincandy. Um, that was fun talking about that. Okay, 
I watched a documentary that I liked. Now I feel like I hear an echo. Ooh, on my end? Yeah. It's not mine. Not me. A little bit. Talk. Go ahead and talk. Hello, hello. Yeah, a little bit. It just came up. I'm on airplane mode. <laughs> I'm on how airplane would, mode. How <laughs> Poor well, that was Sarah. One thing Adam really I know. Made sure to he really kept talking about that. I'm like, she does that already. Maybe it's okay. I'm gonna let it go and pretend like okay. I didn't notice. So, guys, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> and you hear an echo, don't tell Adam. Don't tell. Shh. And Shh. and you don't need to message me about it because I hear it too. <laughs> and we, we're good. And we're working on it. And but not really. Okay. You know. Uh, I saw a documentary that I liked, and it was on Amazon Prime, and it was Val. It was about Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah. Have you heard this of it? This one popped up. I Tell recommend me. it. Well, I'm not a big, like, Val Kilmer stan or anything, but, uh, like, he's interesting and handsome and stuff. So I was like, and then I started, you don't think he's handsome? Did I, you see Top Gun? I think he was handsome well yeah i'm I, that's kind of what i meant i think that he, he looks a little different now his time has has been interesting to him he yeah he's 61 and he has throat cancer <gasps> oh so i, I think that. that has okay, caused a lot of like the something. physical changes okay yeah because like yeah. his body seems like it's the same size but he's um it almost is like he's retaining water maybe in his face so his I face thought looks different maybe plastic surgery decisions no i don't think okay. so okay yeah that changes things so now i have more compassion and understanding and yeah no i think yeah. a lot of people weren't aware because it's not like he he grew up christian scientist and like sometimes they have a an odd relationship with medicine um Sometimes yeah. they do the old like pray instead of like uh huh. So get it taken care of. I think he's been hesitant to like talk about his ailments. Yeah. That's my theory. He didn't say Got that it. in the film, but um, he yeah he has throat cancer and it's caused him to kind of like not even really be able to talk. He he has a trach whatever they call it. Yeah, tracheotomy. Tra- yeah. And so when he talks, he has to put, like, a finger in the hole of the tube. And it's – they have subtitles. Like, you can't really understand him. For an actor and somebody who's, like – that's a big identity loss and change there. Yeah, so that was really compelling because I didn't – I knew that he had some sort of health issue, but I wasn't sure what the specifics were. So that was kind of shocking. And they had his son – narrate the film as Val Kilmer because they have a similar speech oh, wow. and voice. So well, that's cool. They that's show it. Like they acknowledge Wood, it. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks's brother who does the voices of Woody in all of the cartoons yes. and video games because he wants yeah. his brother to have work. Right. And I, like I always say, this is why siblings make great musicians in the same yes. band because yes. it just works. For sure. One to sing for me. The well, he's one of these people that was always filming from like the eighties on. Yes, so there's always. a great um, archival uh, footage from his childhood, and then from all the movies, like behind the scenes. So that made it really compelling. 
But the thing was that, he one of the ones in the Outsiders? I don't think so. He was in okay. like Top Gun was, was his, his first, first big movie. Top Gun was the first one. Yeah, You're dangerous Iceman. Yeah, and then yeah, of course he was Batman at one time, and he was in like Wyatt Earp with Kurt Russell. That was actually yeah. a popular movie at the time, but yeah. um, and then he I got think this- that came out right around the time where my little bro- when my little brother was born, whose middle name happens to be oh, Wyatt. I think that was a big yes. moment for Wyatt. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, but like he got a reputation as being difficult to work with and stuff like that. But um, he, but I think that's because he was a method actor, and yeah, I was saying during the film that. I think there's a reason why the only people we know of that are method actors are white men. Like, if a woman or a person of color embodied the role for the entirety... Uh-uh. Cuckoo crazy, they'd They would be institutionalized. Yeah, it's what... what uh, um, oh, my God, what's her name? Who shaved her head. She was dating... Oh, Demi Moore? No. Nope. She was dating, I want to say she was, she's a lesbian. She was dating, I want to say she was dating Ellen for a while, but oh, maybe not. Oh, Porsche, no. Yeah, Anne Heche. Anne Heche. Yes. She mm. seems like method actory, and or, maybe there's a little bit of that, or that. Um, also, uh, uh, the other one who's just like my mom. This is a really fun game to play of what the heck is the word Sarah's thinking of. <laughs> Oh, gosh. By the way, like an aside, Barry, who was talking to me about the episode that I did with, you know, when I talked about our trip, and he was like, it's funny. I was like finishing your sentences when you couldn't mm-hmm. think of it. I'm like, so is everyone. <laughs> yeah, welcome aboard. I don't think that's what he meant, but um, <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, yeah, I know. I do this a lot. Like, um, welcome but to the woman who won, uh, she was in Nomadland, and she's, oh, you know. Yeah, what is her name? Uh, and was she in Fargo? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We're terrible people. It is. Yes, I'm never going to get it. She's real good actress. She won Academy Award for Best Actress two years in a row. All right, let me look it up. Fine. What is her name? And I pronounce it wrong every time because I pronounce her last name I like Francis McDormand. Yes, <laughs> Francis, and I always call her McDermott, but that's not it. It's McDormand. McDermott. Yeah. What about her? She's a method act. She seems oh. met like a method actor type, and she's, I think, like, you know, I really don't think there eccentric. are any. I think you're just saying good actresses or crazy, like Anne Hayes is just, <laughs> <laughs> and so that kind of ah! illustrates my point, but. Um, the part that was really compelling to me about the um, documentary was that, you know, now that he can't act, he's sort of forced, I don't know, to just do like Comic-Con type stuff. You but know, like... Why, why forced? Well, that's why I said kind of, because it's like, I don't know what his financial situation is if he feels like he has to. Um, he did say that... Sometimes he gets in a real bad place because he doesn't want to do these gigs um, because it feels humiliating. But then he says... There's got to be a financial obligation to... It must be. Yeah. Because he did... His dad kind of screwed him with money and stuff. So it might be that he, like, really doesn't have a lot 
going on. But he mm. said that it tends to not be humiliating and that it actually um, is a joy to meet people that are enthusiastic about his art. I think that that is, there's a lot of truth to that. And I think it ha- it's kind of like that perspective thing of how you go in and how you see it. And if you can connect to one person, you know, who gets something from it or somebody says something like that and you can see the beauty in that, it's kind of like is it what my high school experience. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody spit loogies on him, which, you know, was right. great. It's like, what a win. I can see, though, how... Because he said that's the perception is that if you aren't getting any roles, whether it's for his health reasons or otherwise, that it feels like you're a loser and that everyone is celebrating your past and you wish that they could celebrate the future. Is I was going to say, like, what's wrong with that? I think maybe we need to just... You know, in a there's this, there's so many layers to that to, mm-hmm. when you really think about it. And you think about like how we're in this individualistic society that really pushes like you know this like productivity all the time. Yes, yeah, all the time, and and you're measured by how much like a- achievement and success is this like very. I don't know, like materialistic and and three-dimensional kind of like goal or, mm-hmm. or measure, whatever. Well, the entertainment industry in particular, it's always like, yeah. what are you working on? What are you working on? What's next? What's next? Yeah. And so when you live in that world and like what's wrong with just having like if if anybody else had a resume like that, and he's getting older, and he's sick. Just retire. Just, like, mm-hmm. it's okay. You can be, you can just, like, the hard thing is, is if they really financially, like, yeah, enjoy the next phase. Like, I, like it's okay to do the, I don't know, not reunion tour, but, like, the, hey, this is who I was autograph yeah. signing and celebrate yeah. that. Like, why not celebrate who we were and, and, you know, the fact that we were great at all at any time is kind of awesome. That's why I love a one-hit wonder. You do love a one-hit wonder. (laughs) I'll tell you what else I love, and that is WordTune, which is the AI-powered writing tool. But here's why it's magical. It, like, it's truly magical because it understands what you mean. I don't AI, know. Susie. AI. It knows what you mean, and then it'll offer writing suggestions that will help you get better clarity and compelling uh, content with your writing, which is really, really fun. I love anything that helps my writing. You know what I mean? Because as good as you might think you are, you could always be better. This Thanks to the true. robots. Um, And it's so important now. You know, you ever get, like... And, Susie, not all of us... I'm sorry, but not all of us are writers like you. Some of us are just regular, and we need all the help we can get. (laughs) And this is, like, wonderful tool for people who 
are all different levels of it. Yeah, maybe you feel insecure and you think maybe you could use a boost, and this will help you be more efficient, publish better work, um, and and it can help your writing in general. I find that myself that you get into habits as as a writer too. And this can help you kind of notice those things. And it'll impress your customers, maybe your brand, if you have a small business, stuff like that. Um, but we have a deal. You can uh, try WordTune for free at wordtune.com slash braincandy. You, are you looking to elevate your entire team's writing? Our listeners can get a discount for their team today at wordtune.com slash brain candy word tune improves writing efficiency up to four times better faster writing means better business start writing with word tune at wordtune.com slash brain candy it improves performance on any project everything from internal emails to press releases sales outreach to customer service support and so much more you can use word tune anywhere you're writing online including google docs slack outlook web and WhatsApp. come on come on um Okie dokles. So that's good. I recommend that on Amazon Prime. And it's free on Amazon Prime if you're a member. Yeah. Um, I love a good doc. Did you hear about Barry, not your Barry, Barry the Central Park Owl? This was um, an owl that was like, I don't know why, but it was very um, social. Well... It's funny you even mentioned that because last night there was a freaking owl in my neighborhood that was so loud. Yeah. I was like, and it went on for so long. Was it named Johnny Bananas? Maybe. (laughs) Well, because as soon as you said loud and like wood. That's the first thing that pops into your head. (laughs) Yeah. And wouldn't Uh, shut up. I was like, I know people like that. In fact, in fact, would not stop hooting. So yes, hooting. And I thought like it's going to be it's only a matter of time before somebody in the neighborhood comes out and like yells like quiet out there or something like that. It felt like that was going to happen like it went on for so long. I'm like this is ridiculous. Do you so, like yes, owls I can or imagine like- a friendly or pesky owl? This owl was just, like, really tolerant of humans, which I think is so cute. Um, And unfortunately, well, Barry was the kind of owl that helped people during the pandemic. I think that's why this became a thing is that, like, you know, especially in the early days when people were, like, still nice and everything Uh at the pandemic. um, I think they would go out from their... New York apartments and sort of go to Central Park and then they would see this owl and it was a thing. Anyway, the owl died because uh, it had a... It's not funny. It had a collision with a maintenance truck. Oh! Susie! I know. This is not where I thought... I was like all on board. Adorable owls. I'm like feeling all like creative and inspired. I was like, oh, I'll draw a little owl picture. That would be cute for a doodle. And then she's like, oh, yeah, also it's dead. Yeah, you missed your chance. R.I.P. Oh, Barry. Barry. And it's causing, like, there was a whole article in the New York Times about its passing, his passing. I get it. Yeah, and um, 
It was describing the behavior. So it said that every evening, an hour or so before dusk, a group of seven or eight Barry followers, including this these people that they interviewed, would gather in the ramble to At watch. At first I thought you meant birds, like other owls. <laughs> no, like people they interviewed for the I article. was like, his little grizzle posse? <laughs> I'm so glad they were spared. <laughs> these human friends would go out posse. to watch Barry's pre-fly out prep which i didn't even know was a thing it would preen sounds they say her feathers so i guess barry is a girl preening her feathers sharpening her talons and doing a few owly yoga stretches stop yes animals are the cutest and then it said (laughs) barry would then invite her humans or so it seemed to accompany her on the first segment of her nightly hunts flying slowly from perch to perch with occasional pauses in between as if eager not to let anyone fall behind. After 45 minutes or so, she would take off on her own, soaring off into the air as her human friends headed home. I love her. I know. When she's kind of a show-off like us. Like, yeah, why, um, did you, why did you get me all... Why did you make me fall in love and then just take her away? I'm so sorry. I know. Well, I think that's how everyone felt when she passed, too. It was well, just like... It was like Here's the takeaway. Yeah. We need to connect to more animals. Yeah. And they're not every, all so social though, my goodness. I don't know, but I feel like maybe if if the ener- collective energy of a bunch of people went towards one little animal, then they could be very social. Well, I do think that things like this when you have been you, even in Central Park a couple years ago there was that really beautiful mallard did yes, you, yeah. the beautiful duck, the, yeah. the sexy duck. We talked about him. Yeah, and I think like those things can ignite in people who might otherwise not feel this way a sense of like connection with animals. So it's yes. not all bad news. It's not all bad. But people are heartbroken, Sarah. I get it. I would be really sad about that too. Speaking of, how's Bo? She's okay. I am noticing that. She is definitely blind at night. Like, she had two... I thought it was just an accident one time because she kind of fell down the stairs a little bit at night when we were going to the bathroom, and she, like, races down. Like, I'm like, who are you racing? And every now and then she's like, I got... But not like she's racing to go to the bathroom. She races and then goes to the bottom of the stairs and then spins around like I'm supposed to be chasing her. She's just worked up. Yeah, she's all worked up. And so she was going down the stairs, and I thought this was one of those times, and she kind of tripped over herself. And luckily, it was only like four, ste- four steps, but she was like, oh, like all shaken. Oh, and no. then there was another time where she was going up the stairs, and she like kind of fell. And I think it's because the light has been out in on the stairwell, so like I, I just didn't turn it on, and well, because it's out. And... Um, so yeah, there wasn't the light there as there usually is, and so but I mean there was like enough, like the neighbor's lights on, my you know you'd think. Did but dogs now, get cataracts? Yes, and oh. she definitely has. She's got the cloudy eye mm. and the whole thing. So that, and then um, I'm gonna have to put her on some uh, medication for some incontinence kind of stuff because she's like a little a little leaky. But as soon as I put her on like a, a medication or she gets like a little supplement, that it fixes that. 
fixes that right up. She's just an old lady. That fixes it? Oh, yeah. Do they have that for humans? I think so. I mean, not that I need it. I'm just asking because it it seems like that's a big problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. But, you know, she's just my little lady. I love her. How's Mr. Miyagi? (laughs) The cats over here are good. Everything's shape-shaped. Ethel, too. But thank God. They're so funny. (laughs) They're like a team that hunts. Yeah. One of them pushed the other one to be... You know how we have the balcony, and yeah. she pushed the other one off, and Ethel was hanging on for dear life. No, I watched you climb up, and like it was no, like that movie cliffhanger. So funny. <laughs> it really oh was. What, did, did she hold a grudge? No, was there bad blood? No, we could learn a lot from cats, and we could, we could also learn a lot about investing on public dot com, yes. which I'm so into. Um, if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend public.com because you can invest in stocks and it, yeah, you know, you can learn about what everyone else is, you know, already doing, which is investing their money and making money, passive income. Make your money, make little money babies. Yes. And I love that this site has so much more, or I should say app, has so much more um, diversity and inclusion. And I think that that is so important. And you can, you know, connect with other people on there as well. So if you're on there, you can find me. I just think it's a great system because you can get education about your portfolio and uh, start investing and get cooking. And it can feel intimidating, but this is such an easy way to do it. And you can use our code BRAINCANDY when you download the app to let public.com know you're coming from the Brain Candy Podcast, and you'll get up to $50 in free stock to get started in growing your portfolio. So even just if you want to do that, like just to see like what's all the fuss about, and then there's no risk or anything. It's valid for U.S. residents 18 and over, subject to account approval. See public.com slash disclosures, not investment advice. Um, but I love it. I think it's so great. Okay. So anyway, RIP, bury the owl. Bury the owl. Okay. I read I do. I do believe that, like, that owl was definitely putting on the show for the humans. Isn't it funny, though, how, like... Animals do that. And and they have different personalities, and some might be... More hostile or afraid of humans while others are like, yeah, come here. Come watch me. I'm so cute. Just like people. Owls are people too. Um, There was a great article in the New York Times about the cotton tote bag crisis. That was actually the title of the article. Is it a crisis that we have them or a crisis? Oh, It is kind of. Didn't Remember when we were talking about the things that you're doing that are bad and it was like 10,000 uses to make up, make up for like one. Yeah, this article. Tell said me about this 20, crisis. It's thousand. It takes twenty thousand uses to offset 20, the impact. Twenty thousand. Holy mother of God! So, like, you would have to use your tote, your cotton tote, daily for fifty-four years. Stop it! Ain't yes. nobody have the, any cotton tote for fifty-four. Nobody's years. Nobody's doing that, and it it wouldn't even be possible to use it every this day for is fifty-four years. Stupid that we have been sold that. Like it's people with good intentions, including me. What do they call that? Greenwashing? Right. Like it seems like it's helping. 
but it's Is not. that the right term? It probably yeah. is. Yeah, okay. it is. Because there isn't a lot of regulation about even like the verbiage of organic versus natural versus cage-free, whatever, all those words right. that you see on packaging, right. um, sustainable, we'll define that. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, and so people think they're doing the right thing, but then if you have 50 cotton tote bags, Mm-mm. there's no way you can offset their impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like tracing it back to, in 2007, there was a British designer named Anya Hindmarch, who put the reusable cotton bag on the map. She had a bag that was a cotton tote, but it said, I am not a plastic bag. I bought one because it was so trendy and like, oh my gosh. you know, whatever. And basically that's what began this sort of like tote bag whatever. Craze. Craze. Suze, we had that. We made them. Well, and they even mentioned the New Yorker tote in the article, which I love. My I New love Yorker. it. I know. And like, how you... are people going to know that I read the New Yorker when I go to the grocery store, though? Well, that's a thing. And companies love it. Love the right having the totes because it makes everybody a billboard. Anyone my brother had it. was walking around Jordan. Jordan, my brother, walking yeah. around with a Lululemon tote bag, and I was like. Excuse me. What you doing (laughs) over there with the Lululemon tote bag? It was a big one too. Well, they are nice. The red ones. Yeah. I mean, I know, but like, at least they're not cotton. Jordan. That this is true. That they're made from recycled. Okay, so what is the what is? They did say like if you use something from recycled plastic bottles, you know, like um, Rothy's has those, and other places. Um, that it's it's better because at least you're reusing something that was already in existence to begin yeah. with. Whereas cotton requires a lot of resources like water to, you know, yeah. make into a textile. And the ink that they use um, on the bags makes it like so you can't compost it. Okay, so, here's what we need to do. We need to turn them into other things. I was thinking that. Like adorable, like zippered little makeup pouches. Nobody's cute. doing that though. Like that is super cute and great, but like, like people it would are be so really busy. Easy to do. We need to upcycle more shit. Yes, and I am so on board with it, and I really do try a lot to. My first go-to is to see if I can get something used. Right, stuff like that. But me too. And I've had. Let me tell you some. This kind of change the subject, but some really good come ups at the Goodwill recently. What'd you get? I love it. Seuss. Tell me. I got a silk Everlane t shirt, like like blouse, for freaking six dollars and ninety nine. <gasps> That's incredible. It's still in the store for eighty eight dollars right now. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> Other thing I got. This is the crazy part too. I swear, I like totally manifested this. So when uh, when Barry and I were on our like we were on a hike, and he was like, "I really want to find an antler shed, like a shed from a deer." You know how like they, the antlers like fall yeah. off. Yeah, and then and what so do you, you mean a shed? Them. Like that's what they that's what they're oh, called. Oh. <laughs> they're called an antler I shed. I thought you meant like, like a building. That's like okay. the antlers. Like that's what they're called. So gotcha. he's like, "I really want to find one." And I was like, 
oh, we're totally going to find one. Hang on. Let me. And then we were like, shit, she does this all the time. Anything you say you need, Sarah will be like, we're going to find one. And then she's right. (laughs) I get it. So I'm like, okay, wait, but hang on. I got to put my, and then we were walking for a little bit and I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm not even in my, didn't even like put myself in the mindset of like, hang on. I got to like really put it out there. And so like, I took a moment and I was like, okay, I need to get, I need to get this antler shed. Oh my God. It's a week later. I'm at the Goodwill, walking around, doing my thing. They wheel out a new cart, and I turn around, and there are two beautiful antler sheds at the frickin' Goodwill. That is ridiculous. Suze, it was like, oh, here, you you want one? Here you go. That's insane. And then I I took a picture of it, and I messaged Barry, and I was like, well, I should have been... we weren't specific on how we asked for it. He was like, oh, my God. Was he dying? I can't believe you freaking got... Because I made an... You know how I do when I'm like, hang on. I need to like... I'm going to get... Okay, and we're going to get yeah. this. And then we do. And hold on. I got to pour another glass of tea. Um, I noticed that you said... It must have been a couple of years ago now, but that you had tried to manifest something, but then you were like, I wasn't specific enough, and it came in a way I don't want. So I, right. now I notice that you're like real precise. I get real precise. And so this time I didn't say how. I just said, I want to find one. And I was like, yeah, okay, you found one at the Goodwill. Suze, why that's amazing is because you can't sell antler sheds in the state of California because they... So the I remember I had an antler guy, a, a skull guy at the yeah. flea market <laughs> oh, and he was not there anymore because and he gave me the whole speech on why they they don't he can't sell that stuff anymore because they want to not incur they want to uh, uh deter people from hunting. Deter is that the right word I'm looking yeah. for? Yes. Um so they 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 made it so you can't sell them in California. And why so do, they shouldn't they have even been there hunt? for sale and they were like $8 a piece. I was like, that's Thank amazing. You. I got two full, and they look so good on my mantle. You know how wow. I'm like collecting dead things. So. I can't believe that. And I also don't understand why they wouldn't want people to hunt. In California, they don't have the problem with like deer and other things like that. Other, I swear I'm on airplane mode. I'm still getting calls. Who the fuck is calling me? Get out of here. But, yeah. She's had it. Had it. Anyways. Well, yeah, but, people, yeah. I mean, they want people to But that doesn't stop me from having, wait, wait, look, a massive amount of oh my God. antlers. If you're on Patreon, what and are you guys thinking of these? This is, this is an old oh, antique Lord. one from. Good night, Irene. It is like yeah. a taxidermist over there. Th- this, it does, it does kind of look like that. In my, I won't lie. And I was like, for somebody who like doesn't right like isn't that i'm not into hunting at all i have you're like almost and these are like vegan not new i've had these for years that like you know yeah. when landon came over on uh, uh one of our first dates i had remember i had some skulls being uh bleached in, <laughs> in the bathtub i had like skulls that i was removing the skin off of oh. could you imagine i'm like I, for the right person i i'm yeah you're a the real right person. winner for anybody else. I'm a freaking psychopath. Well, if you're into kinky stuff or tame stuff, I have something for you, and that is called Dipsy, which yes. is a wonderful service that provides you with sexy stories, whatever you're into. Yes. So you go and you download Dipsy, and then 
you take this little quiz and you tell them like what gets your motor running and then they'll be like well we have a story for you and then they'll give you some suggestions or you can just kind of like look around and see what you want um they release new content every week and they have something for everyone like i said like if you just want something soothing to go to sleep and maybe have sweet dreams you can get that or if you're like i gotta bang later and i gotta like get things get cooking. the motors running yes. yes i'm into that they can give you that too they have wellness sessions sensual bedtime stories and soundscapes oh gosh, to help you relax bedtime. which is great doesn't that just really help us relax ladies? that's what i'm saying i mean for listeners yes, of this show dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash brain kenny that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash brain candy dipsy stories.com slash brain candy you're welcome that's what God, i say i love a sexy story um, I just love the voices uh, 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 what was just i talk talking like about that. oh yeah cotton tote bags totally different right um, got way off subject yeah, yeah. I like to so basically, it's not. We got to figure out uses for cotton tote bags. That's really <clears throat> like how many? I wonder are there out there that? What's the ratio of cotton tote bags to people? Well, I mean, in the article it said the New Yorker has given out two million alone. Just the New Yorker. <gasps> so <sighs> I know. And, like, I've been noticing, like, I have more than I need. Um, I use them, but, like, I have too many. So mm-hmm. it's a problemo. I was a person that saved plastic bags and reused those. And now yeah. I'm saving reusable bags and using those. It's recent. It feels like the same thing. kind of does. And, like, the reusables come in handy for sure, the plastic ones. Yeah. For, like, even just if you have pets, yeah. obviously. But oh, fucking A. We don't... It's, it doesn't look good for the future. No, no. I'm we're doomed. Saying. We're fucking doomed. <laughs> like, I I mean, we're just going to have fun until then. It's not going to be in our lifetime. It's fine. <laughs> like, but, I mean, we're going to do everything we can to, like, not contribute more. Sure. To try to, like, but slow like, the shit like down. But, like, kind of like Quesarasaro. You know, right. But, like, we are... It is... Ooh, it's not good. <laughs> That's what I try to do that go back to like, you know, half life in nature, half life. That's what I'm, that's my goal. That's all you can do. Half, half in this world, half in the other. In the like utopian. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I read a great article in the Atlantic about, it was actually about a family who lost their son in 9-11 and... You know, we're 20 years out, and they were sort of exploring grief, memory, um, the the life that a person takes on after they're dead, all of those things through the lens of this story of 9-11. And, like, the two parents had totally different approaches. The, the mom, like, she really didn't want to focus on that day. She was more interested in, like, her son's life and, like remembering him as a person the husband really leaned into like the conspiracy theories of 9-11 and like he spends every day all day sort of like trying to solve this mystery of like what happened and stuff Uh which you know is a coping strategy whether you think it's 
good one or not is a different matter. But I think um, it's a very male coat. Like, it doesn't surprise me that that's. Right, like, is, I'm going to solve this problem. Yes, I'm going to solve it. Yes. And then part of. Sounds like I'm going to feel. The focus of the um, article is about how, at the time, this man that died, he had a girlfriend he was about to propose to. And she. Um, she was sort of like a loose end because she wasn't the wife. She wasn't even the fiance. She was the girlfriend. And the dad at the time gave her his final journal. Um, and she took it and liked it. And the mom was like, can you, um, photocopy the pages at least so I can have them. And the girlfriend said no. And like, wouldn't let her look at it or have it or even see it. Obviously. But the son's journal. Yeah. And like the whole well, article, you're like, this is a villain. Who does that? I don't know. I feel like maybe he has the right if that's. I mean, he does have the right. Okay. But right. Okay. Yeah. But um, at the time before, like they got mad about it, you know, right after they had the funeral and everything. And she gave a eulogy in which she said a quote that she said was from the journal where he had written about grief and he said, life loves on. That was like the kind of like catchphrase of it. And so it became like a mantra for the family. Like the dad got it tattooed on him and the mom got a piece of jewelry with it engraved. And it became like this important idea of like, even when someone dies, life loves on. And then the journalist got the journal and got all the wow. journals and was like, he just had like a quirky way of handwriting. It actually says life lives on. And like he had to tell them like, just so you know, um, it doesn't say, but they were saying it doesn't matter that it doesn't. That's what the does. quote truth of it isn't as important as like the idea of it and like the narrative the symbol. Yes. The intention. And All it became so interesting to like think about the ways that we create our own narrative, our own truth, and then the truth of like who was in our life and all of that and how it's different for everybody. Everything. Yep. You know? Everything. We are, I was just having this conversation the other day that the more you learn about science about quantum physics about how what really happens the more you learn wow we are in control of our own reality and we can choose what we want to see and what we don't want to see and if something becomes a symbol that represents a concept or an idea and we add words to that and feelings and emotion and intention and all that, it becomes really powerful. It takes on a life of its own. For sure. Yeah. We see this. And like the, this is the thing. is like these things are happening and we are just like, okay, uh, you know, yeah, sure. I'll like, you know, let my brain like default, like run wherever it wants to. It's using these tricks all the time, most of the time against us. And we got to jump in and be like, oh, wait a sec. Let me change my relationship with this. Like triggers and things that are like um, t- 
talisman or whatever you want to call it, like a, a, a thing that represents, like this phrase, this, like a mantra. Essentially the same, like two, two different ends of the spectrum. One that creates like negative feelings that gives you this like feeling of worry. And the other one that reminds you of positive things and puts you in the right mindset and controls, like makes you think the right kind of thoughts so that you can be happy, so that you can activate that ACC that we were talking about before that makes you creative. Puts it, it's all the same stuff. Woo! Yes. Yeah. And it's, you can think of it as scary that like there's no such thing as truth and like your reality is different from mine and they're both like that can be very scary to some people I think but it can also be like you're saying empowering because then you're in the driver's seat you are in the driver's seat and you can create those narratives and those understandings you're not at the mercy of some sort of like mystical universe thing no it also was pointing out like how memory fails us. Boy, I mean, if you don't know that from like true crime with the old like, I know he did it and it wasn't even him. Like the, uh, what do they call that? The lineup? Yep. Yeah. And that we think for sure. I'll give yep. you an example. Yesterday we went to Falling Water for, the, for our anniversary. Oh, that was I, beautiful, oh, by it, the way. It's stupid how beautiful it is. Susie, house inspo... Uh, the way that's done on the interior, like, you can definitely make that thing over the fireplace. I don't know how, but we're, we can make that happen. Right? We were, like, yeah. trying to get ideas because, you know, our house is weird. and I Totally. Like, I want it to be weird like that. Yes, that for sure. But I it have is. been there before, and I have memories of my time there and what yeah. I saw and the, um, the view from outside. Totally different than my memory. Wow. You know, and you just think, well, that's weird. Did it change? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> wow. Is, you know, and so our memories seem reliable, they're but not. but they're not. And that's okay as long as you're kind of aware of it and can accept that you might be wrong about some things. Or And what's the point? Like, I think it's important to ask, why do we need to hold on to whatever memory it is in that specific way? You know, we get so much from being in the moment and being present that often the memories are where sometimes the pain or the attachment to a, a I don't know, idea or, or expectation, all of that come from. And maybe letting go of the memories of, you know, like I've, I have said to clients and heard in my own therapy, like, are, is this an old tape? Is this from... Like, or a reminder, the person you're with is not your ex. Because we'll just play those, oh. like, old tapes and old memories and things. So maybe letting go of the memories, you know. Yeah, like, it's that thing and, in, uh, I think we should talk about it or whatever that Lori Gottlieb yeah. book is. Yeah, um, maybe you should talk to someone. Yeah, maybe you should talk to someone about how, like, we we imagine... We're being held captive in this pain, but like we're like going like this on the bars of the jail cell. We could just walk around it. Just walk right around. It's fine. Right. We believe. Yeah. We're we trapped, trapped in these old. Ma- yes. Yeah. Totally like that. And yeah. this is everyone. All everyone. <laughs> and we, that's what like it, I had that moment where I was like, wait a sec. In high school, was I really that? Maybe it was just like normal. And if I could let go of that, of like, 
I'm the weird girl. Yeah, like who, I was like, oppressed. I, yeah, and people mm-hmm. didn't like me and instead focus on like, you know, I recently heard about that, um, I can't remember the name of the whatever law that says we can really only manage five relationships, five close relationships. Have you heard this? No. Oh my God, I thought we talked about it on here, so I didn't even bother did, writing it Sarah. down. So I was like, oh, whatever. But maybe I should talk about this. My memory fails me too. But, you know, and it, and it says like we can really only manage like five friendships. And I'm like, man, okay, so I had five friends. We're fucking good here, right? Yeah, like, that's solid. all. What a, yeah, dance card's full. That, what else? <laughs> dance card. I love like antiquated sayings that like still hold up. It still makes sense. <laughs> I totally do. Dance card. <laughs> But, like, we do also create these mythologies about people that we love that have passed. And I don't know. It's just – it was – I think from the article, it was a healing experience. The girlfriend gave the journal back and was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I just felt like I – this is all I had because I didn't have – I wasn't married to him or whatever. This was all I had. And it was 17 pages. And they had been mad about it for 20 years, you know. So, like, you might be holding on to a pain – that you needn't hold yeah. on to kind of all thing. the time. Yeah. It was a good article. Let's wind it down, Sarah. Let's that good, <laughs> good, good episode. <laughs> you always say that you're so nice. It no, makes me wonder like, like do you prefer... this one, I felt like we just like covered some stuff, man. <laughs> I felt like I was in therapy. <laughs> we laughed, well, we learned. Sarah needed therapy after having eaten exclusively liver for a <laughs> portion of her childhood. My mom's going to be like, that's why you were reading before kindergarten. Guaranteed. Well, if you ask Sally right. what she's, she, she is right. Yeah. She's not There's wrong. some vitamin, vitamin A, vitamin something in K. it. K. K. It seems like one of those obscure ones that people are yeah. like, we're missing something it now. Like that. That's why we're like, all you idiots. You need that iron, something like that. I enjoyed our conversation about how reality TV ruined us in completely opposite ways. Yeah. That was fun. (laughs) So super interesting. And Val Kilmer is a fascinating study of like aging. Yep. Star. Yep. Situation. Just Uh waving to my neighbor, Jake, my nephew. (laughs) Driving up. I didn't want the patrons to be like, why is she waving? Hi, Um, Let's see. Oh, we talked about Barry the Owl. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Susie, Susie made me fall in love with something and then she <laughs> murdered Snatched it. Snatched it away. Cotton I might be bags. the one with all the skulls, but Susie's the one. The dead heart. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Sarah got antlers at Goodwill. Fantastic. My super good come up. Yeah. And I think that you guys might be in luck because I, I think that the um, shirt that I got is a little bit too big for me. So you might see this on Poshmark. You'll get a profit. For still more than 50% off because I you felt like I got it for it such a good deal. You should list it now before the comes out because then they'll be like, and, she only paid six fifty for this. No, but also there's another one at po- like in there being sold for like a ton of money. And I was like, I feel bad even... Like, yeah. So, like, I put it at like twenty four bucks or something. You guys are gonna get it for a steal. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our merch to fund Sarah's goodwill habit. Yes, I need that. 
and um, or patreon.com slash brain candy and just subscribe it means so much to us let us you know can if watch you the video version it. where maybe i hold up weird things that are in my room ha! i can confirm that did happen and we'll see you next time everybody bye bye look around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.